I want to continue to discuss the outlook for global markets here for the second half of 2022. I'm joined by Ben Emmons, Managing Director, Global Macro Strategy at Medley Global Advisors. Thank you so much for being with us. So we take a look here. I mean, everybody's using the words recession, inflation, stagflation. I mean, I don't know. What's most important here? Yeah, I think we have to look at this recession seriously. It's kind of swapping our words. We had the reopening, there was a great momentum, and now we're flipping towards recession, which is the other way around. But I will say this, that because we're dealing with high inflation, that investors have taken some comfort of that. If we're getting recession, people translate it to that this will help bring inflation down in, right. in addition to what all the central banks are doing. So some way you feel like the growth stocks bottoming is happening, so to speak. It's careful, mm. but it's happening. I feel that that's, I feel more convinced yeah. about it than I was before. So, And that's why you're looking at things that seem to be more on the risk asset side, right? right. ARC and crypto and the triple Qs and biotech and all of that. Tell me a little bit about that chart that you sent to us. What is it telling you? So one, it tells you this idea of bottoming proceeding perhaps because of expectations of recession. On the other hand, it's about I think maybe in a sense that this got so far sold off, mm -hmm. money sits much on the sideline that people right. seek some of this out, right? On the anticipation that inflation is, is maybe peaking. We'll see on, on Wednesday when we get the next number, which probably not be a good number, but we'll be setting expectations for from here. You know, how how important is it that um, we don't have continued inversion of the yield curve? Um, that's something that we're, is back now on the table, has been happening again, because that's an indicator of recession. For today, for example, uh, bond yields started off higher, but have been trickling lower throughout the day. How important is it watching these interest rates? Yeah, it does signal that mm -hmm. traditionally, inversion means that you're going to have at least a major slowdown. Right. And recession, we'll see, but a slowdown. And it seems to become more persistent now. So we're in the slowdown probably. That's what the bond market, I think, is saying. We could go still higher, though, with interest rates because I don't think that the Fed's message has changed and will change because of a growth slowdown. So this second quarter GDP number that comes out on July 28th will be carefully watched because everybody, if it doesn't right. contract, we may not be that in that immediate recession, right? So there's a bit of yeah. that uncertainty here. There's a look. We were just looking at some of the uh, bond yields there on the chart. So you're waiting on the Fed. And at this point now, as yields have come down a little bit, even today, right? So they're down a little bit, 10 years below 3%, for example. Um, are there opportunities for someone in the market? Because you talked about lower yields, commodities, fueling bear market, equity rallies. So don't be fooled by some of the runs we've seen, right? Yeah, be careful still, because, mm -hmm. you know, we don't know how inflation exactly plays out. If it gets worse, the Fed yeah. has no choice but to react to that. And that itself will be digested again with more downside for equities in that way. So, but we, we must have faith in the Fed on the other hand. And I think right. the message is more strong and credible than it was uh, six months ago. Yeah, tell me about these two baskets, one versus the other. Yeah, I was looking this morning at like getting up, like you're getting the virus story back in the markets as we yeah. many times talked about. So you have you look at, at something of vaccine stocks that are making a comeback. You know, Moderna is up like something like 20, 30 percent right. from the lows. It's kind of notable. Pfizer, too. Those sure. are two good, good ideas, I think. The herd immunity is all about cruise lines and entertainment and things that you can do when you have not right. to worry about the virus at all anymore. That seems to be a bit in a downwards uh, trend here because I think, yeah, we're dealing with another variant. But I don't think that we're going to go back to shutdowns here. 
China, right. on the other hand, will maintain that policy. I think that's what's weighing on the market today, by the way. Yeah, and before I repeat that story about China's shutdown, I, I'm um, just really interested in where you think there might be some opportunities, as you were just noting, right? You're seeing some opportunities, once again, in vaccine stocks, for example. Um, you know, where are the trades that may be best played here? Yeah, I look at that dynamic of if vaccine stocks make a comeback, it tends to be indicating that we're going to go towards an environment where the market's going to look at that thematic reopening, right. stay-at-home play. There's a lot happened there. I think it's very matured now, but you can think there. On the other hand, I think, as I said, like, growth stocks have becoming a bit more interesting here. The multiples are down majorly now. You know, they've digested a lot of interest rate rise. Um, if inflation does move the direction that we think it will, yeah, then that opens a major opportunity, I think, right. for to re-engage in that, that area, high growth stocks. I did think it was fascinating when you called Kathy Wood's ARC Innovation Fund the trash basket. <laughs> um, you know, if you put it in writing, it becomes something to talk about, isn't it? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about why you feel this way. Well, there are companies in that portfolio that are not going to be profitable. Because there's no profitability. That's no, what it's about. It's okay. promise, not profit, right? That's just yeah. a, and that's the issue with her, her portfolio being overly concentrated in promise, not profit. So you don't like that? Not really. I think you don't want to play it that way. Other than that you believe in that yeah. these companies are so innovative that somewhere in the long term, five, six, seven, ten years from now, they will be new Amazons, new that type of companies. Could be. Short term, I say no. <laughs> so would you rather be in the dividend payers, like you mentioned, like in energy or even, I don't know what else, you tell me, I mean banks? Yeah, maybe two banks, but you think of, yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's on the one hand material, materials and energy that play an important role in this right. market. You want to be steady dividend players and high cash flow, and you start nibbling into the higher growth stocks. Think of the big tech companies. Mm -hmm have become more interesting, yeah. those are profitable companies. They may have lower multiples now, but they're profitable. So I think it's interesting. And we were just talking about China and the shutdown there. And, you know, a talk that I definitely was discussing was that, you know, they say a week to shut it down. Is anything a week when it comes to COVID? I mean, COVID's, you know, 10 to 14 days most of the time. Um, so the feeling here is, are they really going to shut down these casinos for just one week? How much does it matter to the global picture? I mean, we definitely have a global picture for central banks and the hawkishness and the yeah. moves that they're making. But if China shut, keeps shutting down, I mean, we saw it with Tesla. They noted China's shutdown as being problematic for the quarter. Yeah, and I think this is how playing out through the market today mm -hmm. is a sort of rolling stop-go idea right. of like, we shut down temporarily, we bring it back. It seems to be what they call flexible zero COVID, yeah. you know, short-term shutdowns and then reopen it quickly again. And But it disrupts production like companies like Tesla or Apple for that yeah. matter. Yeah. So I think that's what the plays up in the US markets here is that. It's not so much like a harsh shutdown, nothing happens anymore. Right. It's the stop and go idea and that's disruptive. Ben, great to see you in great person. You I was too, glad man. you were able to come yeah. back here. I know you're going to be more in New York City now, yeah. so we'll get to see you more often. Ben Emmons, Managing Director of Global Macro Strategy, Medley Global Advisors. Thanks for joining us on the show.